Hi everyone, welcome to episode 32 of We Could Talk About This All Day Long. I am one of your hosts, Lauren, and I'm here with my very good friend and podcast co-host, Kathy. Hey everybody! Um, This week, our topic is born out of our very last week's conversation together, which happens sometimes. Um, and Kathy and I are both drinking some tension relief tea because also we should say we're recording this on a Thursday evening, which is very unusual yeah. for us. So we needed to calm some tension. <laughs> I was laughing because you had a sort of almost long pause that Kathy and I are drinking. And- <laughs> Oh, I didn't even realize and, that. And we are drinking tension tamer drink- tea. We're yes. not drinking alcohol right Maybe now. Maybe we should do an episode. We, we might. We might. But um, <laughs> after all, we met over toasting True. the margarita. But we didn't overdo it. No. And we don't overdo it. No. But um, tension tamer, yeah, because yeah. it's just a big work week for both of us yeah. and a big um, time of year work-wise for both of us. and. We have things going on on our normal recording time, right. so we're we flexing are. and we're recording on a Thursday yeah, night. Yeah, it's kind of nice. By the time you hear it, it's Monday. <laughs> true, true, true. And so much will have had happened. <laughs> yes, a whole other week almost yeah. will have happened. Um, so we don't have labels on our tea bags today like we sometimes no. do. But it's a cute box. It is, and, and it tastes really good. And it tastes so good. And it's like, I'm not even upset tense. It's just like, oh no, no. I feel like... There's so much going on. Like, I was talking with a co-worker who described it in her work week. Like, there's, like, layers of airplanes that need to land. And and I'm like, mine aren't even in the landing area yet. (laughs) No. They're, like, circling the airport or flying. (laughs) But it's all okay. Like, the... It's just one thing at a time. Totally. And that's that's all that's I can do right now is sit in that. lesson, yeah. I think. It is. It yes. Is. Um, so that is our tea situation. <laughs> <laughs> and now we're going to do a little brief week in review. So, Kathy, tell us about your week. Yeah, so I was thinking about this. And, you know, well, we haven't seen each other since Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was a great week. I actually went... And heard some incredible music in Seattle. One of my favorite bands, Sunvolt. Um, Drove down and met like a sister friend. And it couldn't have worked out more beautifully. Like, it was raining. We found parking. She did. She drove. Just by itself. You could stop there. That's parking. I know. (laughs) Found parking within a half a block of the bar club. Oh, my gosh. We wanted to get a little tiny snack and, you know, a drink before we went in. Right there, no wait, table right there in the window, and then we walk right in the club. Oh, my and, goodness. And, man, I don't know if you're familiar with Sunvold or I'm people not. listening. I've followed Jay Farrar for many, many years, and I love Jeff Tweedy from Wilco, and mm-hmm. many, many years ago they were together in a band called Uncle Tupelo, and I discovered, I didn't discover them, but I, I discovered them, my love for them. Yes. When I lived in Boston and went in a little used record store and found a little cassette tape back in the day. Oh my gosh. Um, Uncle Tupelo, the 
the album or the cassette was No Depression, and that's when I started following him. It was in the late 80s. Wow. So, anyway, this is Jay Farrar's Many Years Sunvolt, and his voice is just the tone is exquisite, his mm -hmm. tone is beautiful, and driving guitars. And like we had a view, and I mean, it just, and we're out by nine o'clock, and wow. it was just. And then, um, so, but I also wanted to share, so that just led off the week. Yeah. And I was a bit overtired Monday because I got up early rather than driving home in the rain at night. Oh, that's right. And, um, and I, you know, I, I think I shared, I did in our summer interview, one of the things that's really alive for me right now is running. And I'm not necessarily a natural born runner. I'm not. My body is not just built like that. You know, if we think of a tall, lanky runner, but I've really fallen for it on and off throughout the years. And I think just as um, an emotional, like, care, no, self-care, let me put it that way, self-care. I started again, and well, I started on Christmas Day and then sort of dropped it and then brought it back in the spring. And I've been consistently running for several months now, and I'm not fast, which I'm fine with mm -hmm. um and i listen to music or i i've shared with you i coach myself during <laughs> it and my daughter recommended because i do have a bigger goal whether i do it or not like i finished a one app that is like a 10k and mm -hmm. and i i there's not a race i've been in yet someday i i yeah. will just for fun but the next one is like half marathon level, and that that would be super dreamy. Mm -hmm. And I'm giving myself a long runway, whether I do one or not. I really don't. I'm not attached to. Right. It's just this idea of learning to run longer and more, and and being in the moment of it. Mm -hmm. And so my daughter recommended this app, um, which I guess I'll plug. It's called NRC Nike Running Club. Oh, it's free. That. And I, you know, I typically like quieter, just the music, but I actually decided to try the guided coaching. Mm -hmm. And it is so much fun. I'm having so much fun with it. It's like the guy's right there with me, even though he's not. But he talks a lot about, and he gives quiet time too, but he talks about, you know, you're thinking about, oh, I got a ways to go, but being right here in the moment. Mm -hmm. And I think this speaks to probably every episode and every conversation you and I have and even just sitting here right now when we were talking about tension tamer and and all the things we have to think about in our jobs and in our life which is like being in the moment and oh man it helps me to have someone tuning in my ear yeah. going be in the moment and it puts a smile on my face even if I don't look like it sometimes <laughs> I am smiling on the inside and it's just been fun. Yesterday was interval training, so I did these, like, you have to do these short sprints and then recovery, you know, for a minute. So it's a minute on, a minute off. It's just, I'm just having a hoot with it. Oh, and, I love that. Um, I just, so I switched apps. So this is the beginning, and one day at a time. Mm -hmm. And um, Yeah, so that, I, I have to say, that is a highlight and then the bigger picture of my week, I'm going to save for conversation because that's more of Kathy's introspective <laughs> journey, which when does it ever stop? <laughs> but I'm going to leave that for the, the conversation. So the how journey, about you? The journey is the destination. <laughs> this is why we have a podcast. I was thinking, 
it's the journey of Kathy and Lauren. <laughs> oh, and, gosh, yeah. And hopefully everyone, that's the community yeah. building now. Everyone's on their journey. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my week has been interesting, and it connects to a lot of stuff that I have been talking about and that I shared in my summer adventures. Um, there is a nationwide Adderall shortage. I don't know if you knew no. about that. I didn't either. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and it's been ongoing for a while. It just hadn't impacted me yet. And so this week in true ADHD fashion, I didn't realize that I had taken my last pill and that because the other thing is it doesn't automatically renew each month. You have to call your doctor, okay. get them to send it in every month because of the way it's a schedule, whatever drug. And so on Sunday night, when I'm getting ready to refill my new little pill boxes, it's like, oh, I'm out of these. So I called, it was a Sunday, so I called and left a message. And then on Monday, thinking, obviously I wouldn't have it in the morning, but it would go through that day and I could pick it up, I got a notification that it was delayed. So I called my pharmacy and this poor woman who I'm sure has fielded like a billion calls about it. And I had no, I just didn't know. It just said it was delayed. So I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And she's like, we don't have any. We don't know when we're going to get more. Oh, <laughs> like, my gosh. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Um, and so I haven't had it this week. Oh, and Lord. so that has been, but it's been really interesting, I think, because one now I know what's happening, so I'm not just oh, in, like, a, yeah. a funk, kind of. I'm like, okay, I know I can see what's happening, but it is a stark difference now that I know what it can be like. Yeah. And so there How are, are you moments, working with yourself? Oh, you know? man. Because like, I love, I, that's, like, you're like, oh, okay, I know what's happening. Mm -hmm. So what do you, what's, well, how's your being with that? It's been interesting because... There are some times where it's like, I just have to laugh because I'm like, oh, um, one day I couldn't find something and I, in my classroom and I like tore up my whole classroom looking for it and it was in my back pocket. <laughs> and so I'm in that moment, no, I'm I just, you. I you know, you, you had to laugh. Yeah. It's like, where are your glasses? Yeah. On, on top face. of your head. Yeah. yeah or <laughs> on your face, literally. Yeah. Um, and the other piece was just... I felt like I could give myself so much more grace than I ever would have before. Because before I just, and I, this will also come up in our topic of just like, I'm just lazy or whatever, scattered. Judgment. Yeah, yeah. And now I'm like, okay, no, you like, you know what's going on. Your brain is whatever. <laughs> so I could give myself more grace this time. I felt like that I could in the past. I love that. So you alleviated some of that self-judgment. Yeah. And because I'd set up so many great systems while I was on it, like work wasn't as hard because my past self had done all these great things so that my present self could be like, oh, I don't have to do all this front loading of work. Like I did all the front loading before and now I just have to follow the plan or the the routine that I set for myself. Oh, I and love that. That was really cool. And now I just picked them up. Oh, so the shortage <laughs> didn't back. last that long. Well, the, the shortage exists. But yes. The pharmacy got it. The shortage exists. And if anyone looks into it, it is completely ridiculous. Like, there's no reason there should be a shortage. The manufacturers are like, 
we don't have enough supplies. And then the DEA and FDA are like, yeah, you do. And they're like, no, we don't. And they're like, yeah, you do. <laughs> That's interesting. And, and I'm also just sort of reeling in. There's a, you know, in some level, someone's saying there's a shortage of Adderall in, mm -hmm. the, in the nation. Like, just that alone right. is really interesting. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, that could be a whole nother uh, I don't topic. know enough about it. I don't it, but, either, but it's... But it you had this strange. week of experiment. And also, I just love, like, especially where we're going today in the topic of the removal of self-judgment. Because yes. what a... See, I almost inserted swear word ISW. <laughs> for those of you new listeners, the acronym for insert swear word is yes. ISW. Mm -hmm. And I almost said, like, what a pattern. Like, we've both shared this, and I think it's such a human pattern. Not for everyone, but this voice of self-judgment. Like, it's... And so I just... And I just want to pause on this, um, that you didn't jump to self-judgment. You're like, oh, oh, there's that thing. Yeah, oh, I get why I do that. Instead right. of you're not you're not getting anything done. Or, yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and I'm glad I'm not alone in the thing being in your back pocket. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> it's, it's there. Um, so, yeah, that kind of... And I've had such a great week at work, which will tie in, so I'm just going to lead us there yeah, now lead us there. so Lawrence I'd love you and I know you plan to but for those of you just tuning in okay. and who didn't listen in last week with the um, Lauren sharing on horse therapy one of the other things Lauren shared was she just finished a book that I had shared with her called what looks like bravery by Laurel Brayman and we both, like way back when I had a quote from that book that I shared, and we don't think it's exactly the same quote, but right. uh, Lauren brought this beautiful quote that we thought, wow, this could just be a topic of exploration for us both, and hopefully you too, in mm -hmm. your own life. So Lauren, take it away. Okay, so the quote is, who would you be if you didn't think anything was wrong with you? Who would you be if you didn't think anything's wrong with you? Yeah, and I, it, I think I kind of almost gasped when I read it, like, in real time. It's like, whoa. So. What came up? Like, when you gasped. Oh, gosh. Okay. Yeah. So I have, what I feel like up? I could go in a few different directions, but I think the first thing that just came up in that moment when I was reading the book was how many opportunities I didn't take and how much, so yes, the self-judgment and also how self-conscious I was of doing something wrong, of failing, of not being good enough. And so... All of, the, all of these things that I thought were wrong made me not do so many different things. Like, from the smallest little thing or hobby or, like, going to an event or whatever to bigger, probably, life things. Um, because I, 
I mean, I think I even just shared it with when you were talking about skiing last time. Like, I would never try skiing because I'm like, I know I'm not going to be good at it. But it's like, of course you're not. <laughs> you haven't ever done it. Right. But take that times a million, all these little things. And I've, I've gotten so much better over the years and into, like, adulthood. But definitely as a kid, a teenager, a person in my early 20s, I just... I stopped short so often because I was worried about what it would look like to other people if I wasn't good at something. And when you gasped, like, this is what I want to sort of climb into. When you gasped, yes. you know, you read that, and I, I know I did as well. Like, before you go to, like, all the things, mm -hmm. which we're not going to give our laundry list, by the <laughs> no. way, on the show today. We're not. And no. You know, we can each explore that on our own. Yes. Because I think, sure, recognizing that, but it's kind of like, okay, the acceptance of that, and then the acceptance of that and the removal of judgment on it. Right. Before it's even like, okay, what to do with it. And so what I'm curious about is, like, climbing in there, what do you what do you and I'm just this is coming up in real time it's like I'm curious about so what comes up in there in terms of even not the story of it but like what you're taking from it now mm -hmm. what I'm taking from it is to be curious to be open to be um, somebody who like is a cheerleader for myself and who can take risks and not worry so much about what will happen. So who could you be if you didn't <laughs> think anything was wrong with you? So Anna, can I share about this week yeah. in a very minute way? I love it. So this is very, I mean, small in that it's like a small section of my life, but it big. Um, I've been a teacher for a little over a decade now, and having undiagnosed uh, ADHD now, I realize that I struggled a lot in teaching because it requires a lot of planning, a lot of stuff, and I was never in the present moment. This week, I was back to that place, but I'd had the experience of what it was like to not be there because I didn't have my the medication, and I could say to myself, with this quote in mind too, of like, there's nothing wrong with you, mm -hmm. you know, like, yeah, you're, the thing is in your back pocket, <laughs> that's fine. Mm -hmm. Uh, there's nothing wrong with you, and I could be so much more present. Just, and it's it's all the things. It's that quote, it's my experience being on medication and then off, it's the horse therapy of, like, grounding yourself in the moment, and this has been the best week of teaching I've ever had in my life, and today, and I'm gonna cry. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's moving, it is. Today, um... This woman who is subbing. I'm just gonna pause for a second. 
Okay, this lady who was subbing for another teacher who, like, comes into my classroom, she was in there helping with stuff, and when, like, right before she left, she was like, I just have to say, and she's, like, an older woman, she's like, I just really love the way that you are with your students. Mm. Mm. And it's because I was so in the moment. So that's who I could be that's <laughs> and who, who I are. am. That's who you are. And you were seen in that. Right, which was even, you know, made it even clearer. And what's so beautiful to me is like the the walls of who I'm, you know, what's wrong with me, we're gone. Mm -hmm. There's nothing wrong with me. They were gone. Yeah, I'm pausing because I think it's profound. I think it's profound. And that you got to really be in the space and accept it, to accept her words and feel them yourself. Mm -hmm. Know them to be true. Yeah. And the access, like when I listen to you, this is there for each one of us mm -hmm. to access. It's like this wall of, you know, I was really tuning in and listening to what you were saying and I didn't want to be like thinking, what are you going to say, Kathy? <laughs> and for a second I wasn't, I'm like, no, just, and I <laughs> yes. fully tuned into you. And, you know, I think that when I, read that quote, what happens for me is that there's this pattern, it's so old, it's so old in me, mm -hmm. of the judgment voice of, oh, no, you, you shouldn't be that way, you, you sh oh, no, you should, you should do it this way, mm -hmm. or, or exactly like you want to take the skiing story many times over, like, a, you know, performance anxiety of I've got to be good at this because, you know, I've got to, I've got to keep up skiing or I've got to keep up, you know, hiking on something a little more treacherous than mm -hmm. I'm used to or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I almost feel like I'm being compressed and squeezed by my own self when mm -hmm. I'm in, when I allow myself to get there, to go in that space of self-judgment. And it's like, I'm peering into myself from every glass wall you could imagine. Wow. It's the vision, mm -hmm. holding myself so tightly to get it right. And so, you know, it's kind of like, what's wrong with me? For me, it's about getting it right. Mm -hmm. And... In, I feel like I'm in this space of, you know, as long as I've been here, it's like at this stage of my life, beginning to f disrupt that pattern mm -hmm. of getting it right, saying, and, and it's, let me be clear, this comes from authenticity of like, I don't, I'm not saying things to sound a certain way, like, get it right, Kathy, no, it's like, but it's also like a, con it, 
it's and it's not everywhere in my life. Mm-hmm. It's in it's in certain places, but the, this sort of constraint to do the right thing or show up a certain way in my authenticity. This feels like it's getting bigger and broader, but mm-hmm. um, and yet. Like there are times, it isn't all the time, I know when I'm free because I show up in my full self, mm-hmm. free. And I, I, when I am there, and this podcast gives me that, mm-hmm. really. And when I'm there, it's like I call it unabashed me, yeah. unabashed me. And it may be clunky, it may be messy, it may be... Um, stumbling over my words. It may be teary. It may be silly. It may be whatever. But not thinking Mm -hmm. so much in terms of how I'm looking at myself. Right. It's like not so much the meta, like the thinking about what you're doing, thinking about what you're thinking. You're just in in it. Yeah. Right. In it, in the moment, like on, so, you know, if I take it back to the run, the person I'm always most competitive with is me. And so this is so nice. It's like, oh, you're just in this moment. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, to remove these barriers of what I'm not doing right or right, the sort of what's wrong with me and what can be. We don't, I don't even know the possibility of what can be. I might know how it could feel. Mm -hmm. That's how I felt about the quote, too, of like, who knows the specifics of what could happen or what we could be. But yes, the feeling, I know the feeling. And when we contain ourselves because... We have all these parts of us that show up in in autopilot because of, you know, kind of how we were made. What mm-hmm. happened to us as young people and little people and, and how we were made in these sort of, you know, um, autopilot reactions and responses yes. and... It's, you know, kind of like, this is how I'm supposed to be. But it's like, no, it's not. When we can climb out of that and let our true self and true voice be. Yes. And it's, I mean, that's so difficult to even catch yourself doing those things because they're so automatic. It's like whatever your first, you know, kind of thoughts are when you make a mistake or whatever. And it's it's so automatic that it's hard to catch it and be like, oh, that's something I can change. And, or rem- but then not to judge it. It's yes. Like, it's like the, because what I, I want to go back to when you didn't, you didn't have your meds this week mm-hmm. and you didn't judge it. Right. If there's an acceptance and an allowance in it. Yes. And that's what I think. So that's like where I'm going with this too. And by the way, I just want to like take a moment. We're out there right now. And and there's a part of me, I mean, in real time going, 
wow, Kathy, hope this makes sense. And then the bigger part of me is like, let go. Yeah. Because this is our journey on this podcast. And so here I am letting go. It is what it is yes, today. You it know, is what it is. because it's fascinating, at least to us, yes. to yes. explore this. And I, you know, when I was thinking about it, it's like, it's, it's not rushing either of like, I don't, you know, I don't know who I'd be if I removed all that all the time, right? I'm, I'm discovering that maybe. But it's the very point of allowing and accepting, oh, I'm in this space where I'm even, can I even just allow that I'm judging myself, mm-hmm. you know? And then what happens with that? Yes. Versus like, there's not a fix to it right right? like almost like having a critic that is like judging you for being judgmental of yourself (laughs) yeah we're really going and we really are just drinking tension tamer tea i promise (laughs) for real okay but along those lines you have been getting super into the enneagram which we're going to talk about i think more on another episode next week but you were bringing up kind of related to your type, our type, the disrupting patterns and how that fits into the, who you could be, right? Yeah. (laughs) Lauren's like, right? And I'm like, (laughs) Like, wait, you did say that, right? I did say that. And now I'm like, I'm not sure about bringing it in to this. Gotcha. Because I think it. it's going to be its own, its own episode, episode okay. of discovery of, it has to do with like getting to, kind of turning myself inside out and okay. getting in a realization of, yeah, what I've been doing for many years, just natural, right. naturally. Um, yes. But... So- this who would I be yes. if I didn't think something was wrong with me? Yes. Who would I be if I didn't think something was wrong with me? And I do think, like, a lot of the way I live now is more unabashed, definitely. Yeah. The older I get, the more experience I have. But it still comes up, right? Totally. Like, yeah, I when I think back to my younger self, I'm, I know that I've made a lot of progress in being less judgmental, less self-conscious. But, yeah, it definitely crops up still. I mean, okay, you know, like, vulnerable. Things don't work out, let's say, in a relationship, Mm -hmm. in a friendship, Mm -hmm. in a job. And... We can so easily turn on ourselves. Obviously, something's wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And to blow that out of the water of no. But the work it takes, like, and I don't, I read the book, you know, lots of months ago now. Mm -hmm. But you could even share what comes of it in the book. I mean, not telling the story of the book, but where she goes with it. Because it's like... the work, it isn't just like a twist in your mind going, nothing's wrong with me, so <laughs> everything's great. great. <laughs> it's the work of freeing that. Yes. And, but I don't think you free it till you accept that's where you are. Yes. And to me, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. Thank you, everybody. 
<laughs> sticking with me. Hope you're drinking Tension Tamer too today with me. But that's where I'm going. It's not judging that you're even there in the first place. It's the acceptance and allowance that that's where I am in order to recognize like, oh, that's where I am. Yes. I think, you know, I'm, I'm laying this judgment on myself. Can I allow myself to be there? Yes. And I think it's only then that we can see the opening. Yes. To movement forward. It's not just like, oh, hey, I'm not going to judge myself. <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> it would yes. be so easy. <laughs> yeah, to stop that. But the work it takes to be like, there's, this is where I'm at. Like, oh, I'm seeing this about myself. And then saying, yeah, okay, I'm allowing myself to be in this, like, really prickly uncomfortable space in order to like what you just did what Lauren just did which is like there's nothing wrong with me right I learned I have ADHD oh I don't have my meds this week you fully allowed yourself to be in yourself and had the most beautiful week of teaching because you I believe you were fully in yourself resonated with yourself Yes. I'm beginning to wonder if this tea has more in it, but I swear it's just the bag of tea. <laughs> Maybe my ADHD is rubbing off on you. Well, I told you I oh, yeah. am on this. That's true. Yeah. Um, so, yes. And that goes, I mean, we did, I think we've done an episode about radical acceptance with, like, Tara Brock yeah. is a huge, it's a person in that. And that is, like, the foundation of basically everything. Everything. And so, yeah, even this week... It's all week, coming together. It all comes together full circle. Yeah. So, yeah, I think this week it was like... Of, like, it it doesn't mean that I liked where I was, you know. But I could say there's... Nothing is fundamentally wrong with me. I don't like that I'm feeling disorganized or I don't like that I can't find this thing that's in my back pocket. But it's like... It's accepting that that is where I am. Yeah. And it's okay. Yeah. That's the piece. It's not like, I really love this about myself. I'm not there yet. But it's the acceptance of this is where I am. And you allowed, right, you allowed it. And then what I was going to say is you allowed it and you got out of your own way. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. You got out of your own way in order to free the space that you fully connected with the kids. Yes. In your room. And I think it's like I was thinking about something at work that I just, one of the delights of the week is I'm getting to um, interview, which I won't go into because now we are on a public show and all, but it's just a great experience, particularly because I get to, the hiring team is people I don't, they're, it's a cross team, oh, like it's okay. not my team. and. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's part of the team as a whole, but I don't yes. work with these wonderful people daily. And it has been such a gift to just listen and tune in to two other people I don't typically get to work with and listen and tune in to their insightfulness and their energy and their perspective. And um, it's like removing the barriers there too in order to tune in. And I'm bringing that up because it's like, to me, the same thing as fully tuning in to yourself. And that's why 
here we go again with the connection. But that's why I spoke about Enneagram and just the self-discovery. But I'm going to hold off just because I think it'll be too much. Yeah, totally. Um, but I, Lauren's right. I did bring it up to talk about today. <laughs> I and I'm pulling back, Lauren. I'm pulling <laughs> that's back. That's okay. Um, but that, you know, you connected with yourself. Mm-hmm. You connected. And so... I don't know, Laurel Brayman, where, where she went in that moment, but what I think is possible is deeper connection with yourself. Yes. And not that we had to put an answer and a ribbon around it, because that is a habit I am breaking, <laughs> a pattern I'm disrupting. Yes. But yes. the idea of yes. self-connection, yeah. thats and there isn't one answer. That's the, no. That's something... As we sat here and pondered now 36 minutes yes, in a few seconds is connection. That's what's possible. Removing barriers mm. to self and connection with self. We don't have to know, oh, it means I'm going to be a phenomenal an skier or an astronaut <laughs> right. or I'm going to like climb right. yes. kill him. Oh, I don't Not know. Whatever. Yes. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, but it's and it's interesting because yeah. when I first realized I wasn't going to have it, I was panicking, and so I. How did you get out of panic? Yeah, that's a great question. I had to talk to myself like we do, and I think I had so much more to lean on in terms of I knew this question was it was in the back of my mind ever since I read it. And horse therapy of, like, be in the present, be in the present, be in the present. And so, in my panic, I, I, could, I paused and I was like, this is completely out of your control. Like, you panicking is not going to bring the medication to you. And there's no, as the pharmacist made very clear, <laughs> there was no, you know, end in sight. Like, she had no idea when it was going to be coming. So... I was like, girl, this is out of your control. You don't know when you're going to get it back. And you have to move forward. Also, you were, you lived without it for 34 years. Mm -hmm. And you survived. Mm -hmm. So you're going to survive. And there's nothing wrong with you. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with you. But yeah, it was interesting to go from because I was panicking for sure. This it wasn't like I got that notification and was like, "Oh, that's okay. There's nothing wrong yeah. with you. You'll be fine." It was like, "No, panic mode and then the pause and self-talking." Yeah, it's I'm thinking of a it's a really a tangent and I will say it's quite vulnerable, but I'm debating whether to share it, which is like you know, we're thinking about tangible things of what's wrong with you, you know. Well, that's not, I mean, what you no, just shared. You but, like, we've also talked about, oh, I'm not going to, um, you know, do that riding lesson because I've never been on a horse. I'm not going to ski, right? Those kind of things yes. also. But these parts of ourself that um, I was looking back at a time when I was in heavy grief, you know, now, mm-hmm. many months ago now. Um, and I literally had a weekend where like I just really could not stop crying Mm -hmm. and there was a point where I was like kind of draped on my stairs like laying on my stairs my body on the stairs and 
I was in deep sobs, like as my counselor said, or someone said, a friend said, like sobbing through your toes, Mm -hmm. and that's what it felt like. And I remember I was like outside of myself, looking at myself, Mm -hmm. asking, are you, am I okay? And so this is a stretch in there. It's a stretch in this question. It's like, am I okay? And I remember my inner voice is like, no, you're not right now. Mm -hmm. And, and there was an and. So it was like, I think that older, wiser person saying, no, you're actually not okay right now. And you're going to be okay. Mm -hmm. And so I'm stretching this because I think there too, I longed to connect to some thing, something that really was myself. Yeah. To know I would be okay. And I didn't know, really. Mm-hmm. Of course. But I had to trust it. But it was that nothing's wrong with you. Right. Because I, I did. I remember asking, what's wrong with me? Why can't I stop? Mm, you know? Yes. And the voice saying, there's nothing wrong with you. You're not okay right now. Mm-hmm. But there's nothing wrong with you. And... You know, we brought in all sorts of examples, and I think it's just that, like acceptance in the moment, the allowance, and not pushing it away, not pushing it away. Like, you didn't go home from school. You tore your room apart, and like, there (laughs) it is. You didn't didn't say, that's it, I'm done for the day. Mm -hmm. And there you had this most beautiful week at school. And where your students, you connected so mm-hmm. deeply with them and with yourself. Yeah. 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 Wow. We did it. We did it. Thanks <laughs> for being here. Yes. This isn't, I mean, it might be the Thursday night and we both had long days. I don't know, but I've enjoyed it. I have too. The journey and the meandering. Yes. And are just being together. It went really fast. It went really fast. And... I want to just share what's coming up in the next few weeks. So um, Lauren and I have been working on getting some guests, and that's going to happen. You know, I maybe, I'm not going to make a promise, but something sort of like maybe once a month kind of thing, and, you know, on average. Right. And next week, I think we will dive into, we're novices. I mean, like, we're learners in our own Enneagram, so we are not... It's very important for me to say that. We're not Enneagram no. experts because there are people who are. Yes. And um, so we're just learning and, and the discoveries we're making through that. And then the following weekend, which if uh, my dates are correct, is that the 14th of October? Yes, yes. Um, my good, long-time, wonderful friend and I think brilliant person, Deb Gilbert, is going to be on the show um, from so the East Coast. air on the on October 16th. And thank you. Yes. It'll air on the 16th. We tape it on the 14th. Yes. And Deb will be on the show. Uh, and I won't say much more, but she's fascinating. I'm so and, excited. Yeah. And she and her wonderful husband, those are the ones I shared, came to visit. Mm-hmm. And we were in, you know, we've always talked deeply. And I'm like, man, you should be on the show. <laughs> yes. And so she's going to be on the show. And then I'm looking forward, this isn't confirmed, but I have two friends who are incredible hiking badasses. Ooh. And they're, they, because they're full-time 
nurses and oh my um, gosh but they hike a part of the PCT the um, Pacific Trek Crest Trail yes. every year oh my gosh and so and they write these fantastic raps when they're on trail. <laughs> so anyway, I watched a rap and I'm like, would you be on the show? And yes. um, so we're figuring out a date for them. And David's going to be back with us, I mm-hmm. think, in November. And we need our Matt back um, before do. his beautiful Bambino yes. comes. So um, I think, yeah, we'll, we'll leave it there. Um, grab it. your... Tension Tamer Tea. (laughs) That's a plug for Tension Tamer Tea. Celestial Seasonings. We're not sponsored, (laughs) but we'll just say it. Yes. And, um, yeah, sit back and you might want to play this one twice to (laughs) catch what we're saying. But, you know, that's the beauty. We just put out there without, I mean, self-judgment has been removed. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And if it resonates, it does. And if it doesn't, onward. That's not on us. <laughs> Onward. But yes. we really thank you for listening and we do. Um keep spreading the word, share yes, it out please. loud, share it with your friends and come on, come on, give us your ideas. Yeah. I mean we'll keep coming up. Of with course. Them, but we can't we'd like help to it. hear from you. Okay, and with that, it is Thursday night when we're taping. You're gonna yes. hear this Monday and have a great week. And it's been great being with you. Yes. Bye, everyone. Bye.